Welcome back to the Student at the Game podcast. I am your host, Tavares Ellis. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your busy day by giving my podcast a listen. And if you're looking on the video, thank you for giving my video cast a listen on my YouTube channel. All right. Series finale of One Division. Man, like, it was pretty dope, right? It was pretty good, man. Like, I, I for one... Oh, number one, before I begin this video, I'm just letting it be known that there are plenty spoilers. I'm spoiling the whole thing. Now, I did I did include it in the title, so if you clicked on the title and you didn't think you was going to get a spoiler, I'm sorry. But here's the thing. If you're a person who have not been watching the show, guess what? It doesn't matter if it's a spoiler, but guess what? After I tell you about what happened, that may make you want to go watch the show. All right. But anyways, let's get into it. First, I, I got to talk about the ending, um, not the, po- the post credit scenes, but the the original duration ending. OK, man, like, can you imagine? I mean, you know, like to save the world, you have to give up your spouse and your children because that's pretty much what it was for Wanda. I mean, yes, she did put herself in that situation, in that predicament, you know, I mean, but she had in under the hex bubble, she had what, about 3000 people, civilians, she's mind controlling them so they can be this image that she want. And so that way her life can be just like the sitcoms that she grew up watching. Okay. The Dick Van Dick Van Dick Van Dyke show, you know, um I Love Lucy, um what else they did? Um Malcolm in the Middle, okay, um Modern Family, okay. And but that was the only way that she could keep her husband vision alive. Well, alive for her, meaning like he's there in his physical form, of course. But anyways, um inside the bubble, okay, she ends up having kids now they never did explain that most comic heads they know what happened well they got a theory of what happened but they never explained in the show where the kids came from how did how did we get the kids all right never explained it because vision vision is a robot you know he's an artificial intelligence he can't possibly you know create children or can he but anyways um what was so cool about that is that, well, not cool, but what was sad is that she, we are introduced to her children while she's in the bubble, right? Children, you know, her twins, Tommy and Billy. And then at the end, she tells them, you know, I want to thank I want to thank you two for choosing me to be your mom. And I thought that was just something, you know, her showing her token of appreciation of her children. You know, that's some some beautiful stuff to say to your kids. Right. And that ended up being the last time she saw them. You know, because the thing about it is she has to get rid of everything that she cared for and loved in that bubble so that everyone else can go back to their lives because you had the citizens they were to the the civilians they were to the point where one of them said hey either you kill us or you let us go because this is torturing you know we have family members that we can't see 
because of what you're doing to us. And she didn't, and they wasn't able to explain that to her until Agnes had cut the strings off on them for a little bit. Okay. But, um, that was just sad, man. And this whole show, it, it was a, it was a great take on grieving. You know, you know, a lot of people were expecting something epic, apocalyptic and explosive and all that. Well, that's that's not what this show was about. Well, but it was about something that was epic and big, which is grieving. You know, you ever grieve for a loved one, a mom, a dad, aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa, sister, brother, husband, wife, you know, son, daughter, niece, nephew, cousin, friend. You know, I mean, just grieving for someone, you know, I mean, or, or a pet. Okay. Hey, that's, hey man, that, that stuff is tough, man. And anytime you grieving over someone or something, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It has, it has that, it hits, it hits you hard in the heart, man. It does. And the mentals and all that, man. And you, you go back and you look at Wanda Okay, as a kid, all right, her and her brother, they saw their parents die, okay? She grew up with her brother. I mean, they're twins. They are tight. You know, they're ace boon coons, y'all. And she sees him die, okay? She ends up falling for Vision. She sees Vision die, and the way Vision died, and the way everyone died, her parents died, explosion. Her brother Pietro died, got shot up, okay? Vision, okay? He died. Thanos came down and didn't did and did not care. Took the stone out of his head. Bam. She she had to see that. Alright? I mean that that's a whole lot. Now she lost her children. Okay? But we go to the end credit scene. The second end credit scene where they showed Wanda doing her out-of-body experience, a la Doctor Strange, you know. The actual physical form, Wanda, she's sipping on coffee or tea or she might be sipping on some yak or something. Who knows? I don't know. But, I mean, she is over 21, so there's no telling what she's sipping on. She's sipping on something, all right? She's not driving behind a car. She's chilling in the mountains, in the cabin. But anyways, she, um, <laughs> her outer body itself is, um, is reading the, um, the dark magic book. So she's exploring like, cause she said at the end when she told Monica, she said, I gotta, I, I need to figure out how to use my powers. I need to figure out what this power is about. And as she does that, you know, she's reading, she's reading and reading. And she is speed reading like crazy, yo. And we hear the cries of her children saying, mommy, mommy. Like, can you all imagine that? Can you imagine that? Like, she already lost her children. Now, in the process of her trying to learn everything about herself, I mean, I'm, my guess is I'm thinking that was the last time she was going to see her children. You know, I think she thought, hey, I, once I end the hex and stuff like that, everything that existed that I cared about and loved is going to be gone. That's what made that scene so sad. But here's another thing. Can you imagine while you're doing something, all of a sudden your kids call out your name? You know, you're thinking that, you know, you think that loved one is gone. Okay. But all of a sudden you hear them calling you out, calling for you. And you're like, what? 
So now, if you wonder, check this out. There's nothing in the world that we would not do for a loved one. At least that what we at least that's what we believe, right? We will go through hell and high water or hell and high fire or whatever for a loved one. But are we willing to sacrifice everyone else for a loved one? That's not an easy question to answer. It's not because as we saw in this show, she was sacrificing 3000 people, hurting 3000 people just so she can be with her loved ones. I mean, that it goes to show you, it doesn't matter how much power a person has. Guess what? They grieve just like people who don't have those powers. You know, grief, grief is hard for everyone, for everyone, even a machine like like vision. I mean, gr grief is tough, man. And that's what this show was about. Why everybody was coming out with their theories with Mephisto, Nightmare, and all this, Magneto, and all this stuff or whatever. It's all about grief. We were missing the, the actual point. It's all about grief. But it was also fun to engage and come up with wild theories. Even though I still believe my mortal theory holds more weight than any other theory. Because as long as there's dark magic and powerful sorcerers like Wanda practicing it, guess what? Mordo is going to be right there. Because the bill comes due. Always. It always comes due. It always comes due. You can choose to pay it and run from it. Sometimes you can get away from it. This is not like certain credit debt that you may have where after seven years it get wiped off. No, it can get wiped. Forget that. Mordo is coming, people. He is coming. But Kevin Feige said that he's not going to reveal a big, big movie bad, baddie or villain in the... um on a TV show. So that's the only reason why we didn't get Mordo in there because Kevin Feige was not going to do it because Mordo is going to be a big villain in Doctor Strange 2. I'm yes, I'm continuing to bang the table for that. And if you feel the same way I feel, you'll bang the table too. I don't care if you at work or at the dinner table, breakfast table, lunch table, whatever. Or you got a TV tray in front of you, bang the table. <laughs> but no, but back to um what I was saying about with the ending of it. I mean that th this show here, man, it, it it goes to show you. I mean the whole grieving, you know, and she's still grieving. But after she hear, hear her kids' voices, guess what? Um, she's gonna try to learn everything she can to try to get there to get her kids because she now she's in the mindset I believe of believing that my children are still out there. I need to go save them. But it could be a trap. It could be a trap. And if it is, it could be a trap from Mephisto. I mean, you know, it could be a trap. It could be a trap. But the thing about it is, if your child is in trouble, aren't you willing to go through that trap? Because guess what? There's a big part of us that believe that despite despite what whoever's holding my child has some trap for me. Guess what? I have enough strength and willpower. I will power through it and I will demolish whatever obstacle is in the way. You know what I'm saying? Because we're willing to jump through jump over hurdles run through walls literally for those that we love and care about all right and wanda is on a whole nother level and so that's why i believe okay when dr strange 2 multiverse of madness come into play um yeah so it's gonna be hard to calm her down and here's another thing you got to remember yeah her and dr strange are part of the avengers but guess what they they haven't formally met or officially met so they don't know each other it's not like she has a friendship with Doctor Strange like she did with Tony Stark or um or Black Widow or Captain America or 
or Falcon, you know, now who knows, maybe Falcon might make an appearance in Multiverse of Madness, we'll see what's going to go down with that when Falcon and Winter Soldier, which comes on in a couple weeks, I believe on March 18th, which I'm, I can't wait, that looks so dope, man, but, um, you know, it, it's like, who's going to be able to get to Wanda, like, now we did see White Vision, and I was wrong, he wasn't Ultron, it was just another Vision, but he didn't die, well, the other vision died, but White Vision did not die. He just went he just went somewhere. We don't know where he went. I'm pretty sure we'll get an update from him, but I don't see him coming trying to come save Wanda because guess what? He's trying to figure himself out. You can't help people if you can't help yourself. So Vision, White Vision has to go figure out who the hell am I? He's about to go on that path. You you know how like in all three or four of the Wolverine movies and the other Fox X-Men movies, how Wolverine is always, no matter what's going on in the storyline, Wolverine is like, okay, yeah, I get that. I get, I understand what's going on. Magneto's coming, Apocalypse coming and all that stuff, you know, William Stryker coming, but guess what? Who am I? Who am I? No matter how many times Professor Xavier tell him who he is, who am I? But anyways, um, Back to Wanda. I mean, like she's about to, she's about to go on that journey, and it's going to be hard for Doctor Strange to like, you know, Wanda. You need to stop. You know, it reminds me of if you seen Enter the Spider Verse. I'm sorry about the spoil stuff. This movie came out in December of 2018. Anyways, in Enter the Spider Verse, Kingpin, after his wife and kid had died, in his universe, well. They built him, him and his team, they built a machine where they ripped a hole in the, in the multiverse and he went to go find his family to, you know, to try to save them. And that that's that's what drove him. You know, that wasn't his intentions to rip a hole in the multiverse. But if ripping a hole in the multiverse meant giving his family back, well, I'd be damned. Hey, he was about that action. OK, and Wanda, guess what? She's way more powerful than Kingpin. So. She's about that action and she's trying to get her kids back. Get her kids back. You know the old saying where, well, it's not an old saying, but it's a saying. They say, hey, you never doubt a mother's love or something like that, you know, because there's stories. And I've seen them where a mom who's not a weight trainer, who's not known as physical brute strength and stuff, where her child was stuck up under a car. And guess what? She lift the car up. OK, that stuff is true, people. You know, you ever seen that video? It's a video um, where there was a um, there was a chicken. Oh, was it a chicken or was it a duck? No, it was a chicken, a mom, a mama chicken. Okay, a mama hen, and like seven or eight of her little chicklings and stuff, right? And baby chicks, and it was a big snake. Okay, and blocking them from getting where they needed to go. And the mom, guess what? If that mom was by herself, man, that snake probably would have took her down. But guess what? Her children was right there. And she fought tooth the nail with that snake. She was like, nah-uh, nah-uh. And she handled up that snake and she saved all eight or nine of her baby chicks. I mean, it was amazing. Now, whoever set that up on that video, that that was pretty weak. But thank God that that chick the mommy the mama chick and the baby chicks made it alive and stuff but they was about that action man so and check this out 
fathers don't get enough credit. Let's be real about it. Okay, fathers, there's a lot of fathers and most fathers, guess what? They're going to fight tooth and nail for their child too. But I guess with men, they expect us to be like always like that. But here's the thing. You can't you can't underestimate the strength of any woman because women are strong too, okay? All right, I'm married to a strong woman, all right? So hey, you got to respect that, all right? But anyways, um, Wanda, I mean, she has all these powers, man. So she's going to go get her children. She's going to get him. She, You remember, get rich or die trying? Well, she's going to get her children or die trying. So watch out, world, because she's even more powerful now. Oh, my goodness, man. But um, the battle with Agatha, oh, man, that was a cool fight scene. That was a real good fight scene. I could dig that. That was real cool, man. I, that, I like how when she fought Agatha, she hit Agatha with her own medicine, right? She hit her with the little thing where um, she was able to block Agatha's spell, but she took it to a whole nother level. Bang the table for that, too. So check this out. So you remember when episode eight, Agatha, when she was inside her little secret creepy lair, man, but um, in a room in that space, maybe that was about 500, 600 square footage. All right. You know, um, Wanda could not use her powers right there because Agatha put a spell on each corner where Will was blocking her powers. And she said, oh, you don't know that spell? You can't use your powers in here. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, Wanda soaked that energy up and like, okay. And what she did was, it's, sorry, that's my kids over there making noise kids got three of them love them to pieces but anyways um what one day did was while they're out in up in the sky all right she took it to a whole nother level where she um all around up in the sky or even all, all outdoors agatha could not even use her powers how gangster is that she said oh okay it's pretty much equivalent to somebody shooting you with a water pistol and you come with a freaking bazooka <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's the that's how how deep that was man and that was incredible that's what i'm like whoa okay all right i'm like that was some that was deep i mean i you know it reminds me it, it, it with the thing about it with agatha you know she was a mentor a little bit to wanda but she was the kind of mentor the way um, Denzel Washington was with Ethan Hawke in Training Day. You remember that? You know, today's Training Day, Officer Hoyt. Just keep your mouth shut and your ears open. Pay attention, you know? So he took him on this crazy, crazy, crazy Training Day. Like, and it's amazing. All that stuff took place in one day. In one day where it's like he was just belittling him, just doing crazy, shady stuff. Set this dude to get killed several times. By the grace of God, Ethan Hunt's character made it through, and then he guess what? He ended up getting um, Denzel Washington characters back with his own medicine and stuff, and that's what Wanda did with Agatha. So I love that element right there. It really reminded me of Training Day because it's like technically, because seeing the comics, she was a mentor to Wanda, but she was also a mentor throughout the duration of the show. But it took to an extreme dark side. All right, so hmm. Um. We got to see um that that really wasn't Pietro, right? That wasn't even Pietro from the Fox X-Men series, right? And the thing about it was crazy is that that's our fault. Because Kevin Feige told us in what was it? 20 was it 2019? Yeah, summer of 2019, he says in 5 years we'll see the mutants. It hasn't been 5 years, people. Okay? You know, 
and this is a prime example this is why so many people failed the game simon says you know simon says jump you jump simon says run you run but if greg says jump you're still jumping if anthony says jump you're still jumping if mary says jump you're jumping the game is simon says not greg says anthony says or mary says no matter how convincing they seem to be the game is simon says kevin feige says mutants will be here in five years it has not been five years. I know the pandemic has made it feel like five years, but it has not been five years. Matter of fact, the pandemic made it seem like 10 years for real, like a whole nother decade. Right. But because we do things so differently now. But that's what Kevin Feige said, man. Five years. So five years from 2019 is 2024. All right. 2024 people. OK, so you're going to have to wait. Or maybe he meant five years in MCU time. Still, he said five years. All right. And we all had our BS theories. Oh, that's Pietro from Fox, blah, blah, blah. Mm -mm, it's not him. His name is Ralph Boner. Boner, B-O-H-N-E-R. Just another resident in Agatha that gave him powers so that way he could be her eyes and ears. Because if you notice the episodes where he has more screen time, you didn't see Agatha. See that? You didn't know that. Knowledge, son, daughter, cousin, whoever, friend. But, you know, this this show here, man. It, but I like the part where we got to see Billy and Tommy use their um their powers against the um the so the, the so I'm gonna say shield agents, the sword agents. I mean that was cool. And we got a Darcy sighting. She she crashed um what what's the um I forgot the lead guy's name that's over sword down there, that division. Boom. You know, she got him. So she got in on the action for real. Um, Jimmy Woo, man. Jimmy Woo, man. I hope we get a Jimmy Woo show for real. You know, that dude is cool. I like I love this character in Ant-Man and I really liked him in this episode here. And I'm glad he was able to get some screen time and get some shine, man, because Randall Park is a brilliant actor. I mean, um, he's a real good actor, man. The dude can freestyle, too check go youtube his freestyle dude is dope but um you know the whole scene how you know and, and it looks like he's going to be over that division of sword also so kudos to him he gets a promotion <clears throat> all right but um yeah and the other post-credit scene uh, monica rambo that was deep at first i thought that was the the um the agent who we found out who took her back to the movie theater, I thought, you know, well, she turned into a scroll. I thought that was the scroll, the little scroll girl that was with her in, Cap in Captain Marvel movie, but it wasn't. But um, maybe we'll see her later on down the line. But it says that, you know, hey, somebody, you know, one of your mom's friends, they want you up there. So I don't know. Maybe that's Captain Marvel. Maybe that's Carol Danvers or maybe that's most likely it's probably um, Nick Fury then. You know want her up there with sword and stuff because I, he says something along the lines he says hey once you be able to when you're able to shine and stuff like how your aunt carol is and stuff within guess what yeah we'll take you to that next level i'm i'm paraphrasing it okay so don't quote me on that but he said something like that all right but anyways um i can't wait to see that so um, I'm not sure what comes out next. Is it the Miss Marvel movie or the Captain Marvel 2? It might be the Miss Marvel show. So hopefully we'll see Monica Rambeau in the show. I know she has been confirmed to be in Tiana Paris, the actress who plays Monica Rambeau. She has been confirmed to be in Captain Marvel 2, which I think is going to be dope and pretty awesome. Well, dope means pretty awesome, beyond awesome, right? But, um, man, this, this show here, man, it sucks that it comes to an end, but hey. I'm a big fan of, of shows, you know, give me good episodes, 
you know i don't care if your season is seven or eight episodes in i can take seven good episodes over you dragging you you doubling it by 16 episodes and only 10 episodes are dope and the other one are just fillers miss me with that bro walking dead been doing that since like season six that is annoying man annoying like move on keep it going yeah but um yeah one division scale to one to ten i tell you what i'm gonna give it an 8.5 it's an 8.5 people i mean i'm not gonna i can't give it a nine or a ten i mean that tv shows like like 24 and the shield the first three seasons of lost first three seasons of the walking dead that gets like nines and tens to me or whatever um the first six seven seasons of game of thrones it gets that but one division it's a real brilliant show i like it and it's about grief and i think um you know once again it goes to show you that superheroes grieve too I don't know if you remember, if you if you watch Iron Man 3, we saw Tony Stark go through PTSD. So it goes to show it's not just people who are in the military or just people who don't have powers who are out in everyday life when traumatic events occur to them. They're not, you know, it goes to show you superheroes get PTSD as well. We also saw that with Thor, okay? With Thor, he had the PTSD about Thanos and then he just went on a downhill spiral and everything went through depression and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So there's no telling how he was dealing with that over the um over the course of those five that five year span and stuff but we know that he did gain weight we saw it physically and mentally because all he did was drink and he wasn't trying to be king of asgard matter of fact valkyrie was running things okay so with wanda i mean man wanda you know sometimes when we're grieving we may punch a wall some people may punch people and stuff like that that still doesn't make it right okay it's better to punch a wall than punch people now wanda she was a villain in this show she was a villain like seriously no matter how nice she may smile and people think had this misconception that villains don't smile you know somebody can be selling you bullcrap while giving you a smile hello would you like to buy this car yeah the car works well you don't need to do a car fax here you go you can trust me i go to church every day um let's see i my, um, my daughter sells all the girl scout cookies in the world dude probably don't even have a daughter you get what i'm saying probably don't even go to church but guess what he's willing to smile and put on an act to get you to buy whatever it is they're selling so they can get all your monies so wonder she she's doing all this smiling and stuff but guess what you were mind controlling three thousand people and probably couldn't mind controlled more that's not cool that's not cool once again as a human being i don't like anybody controlling my mind as human beings that's that's something that we all can agree upon that we are willing to fight for and even die for the 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 freedom of free will you know being able to decide all right you're not going to mind control me no 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 even though sometimes it do feel like we're being mind controlled a little bit and stuff but i'll do that on a totally different episode but what wanda was doing oh my goodness but i like the show i really dug it i hope y'all check it out if you haven't seen it haven't seen it i definitely will probably end up re-watching it sooner or later and stuff it's just that i'm so behind on so many shows and movies it's like i'm in movie and show debt okay um my credit score on <laughs> movie and show debt is probably like a 500 or 400 right now right but you know hey i'm eventually i'm gonna get better with it all right but once again thank you all for listening and thank you all for watching it thank you all for tuning in to the student of the game podcast peace <laughs>